Buff Nation. Let's go. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Illegal Pizza, everyone's go to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, man. Um, anything you want to say to me or. I will apologize. <laughs> I misremembered. Uh, I'm sorry. Misremembered. misremembered. I love it. Uh, for those of you who didn't see the clip on social, <laughs> uh, of course, yesterday, Jake and honestly, Neely might be getting let off the hook a little bit too much here. Um, we're adamant that I was the one who said the Jayhawk should be in B tier. I threw the challenge flag. Alyssa went and looked to see what actually happened. And I think we have the tape. The Jayhawk should be higher. Pistol I Pete agree. should be lower. Nope. Arizona should be lower, and the yep. Cyclone Cyclone should Wait, be higher. Wait, I thought you nope. got. I was pro Jayhawk. So who was the anti Jayhawk? You right? were, bro. Yeah, no, you were. Because I was pro Jayhawk. I yes. was like, I say he's classic. Like he's up there. Do you guys see what I deal with here? <laughs> yeah, no, you, you have to go back. The one, you no, were the I, one that watered it down. I'm Holy so cow. convinced that I said it was A tier, and then Jake was like, "Nah, that's B tier." No, said, the right. Jayhawk is A tier. Yeah, I was with you. Two. Seconds. I hate to say I think it's A tier. No, it's definitely A tier. It, it, no way it's lower than B. It's, 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 uh... I do not agree with this list at all, by the way. Well, where would you put the Jayhawk? He'd be B tier for me. All right, I'll go with you. Uh, I'll allow B tier. I, I don't like giving these schools more credit than anyone else. <sighs> do you guys see what I deal with here? <laughs> I, I don't, there's nothing else to say about that, bro. <laughs> Man, I was thinking about like we're not that far away from a world where you'll be able to do this in any argument. <laughs> yeah. Just go back to the tapes. There's a Black Mirror episode about that. Really? Yeah. About like arguments specifically? So it's in the first season of Black Mirror. There's like this eye implant that everyone has mm -hmm. that records everything. So everyone's just you're at a party, you share your memories. You get in an argument, you go, okay, check the tape. So that's gonna end some relationships. It ended very badly in that episode, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell it, you what. And we're, we're truly not that far. Like Everyone's no. about to be wearing glasses on their face, exactly. recording everything. Um, and yeah, uh, some things are better just left up, but not this one. I got to say, I was thinking last night, like being right against your podcast partner, way better than being right against your like life partner. Wow. Because like, uh, like... If I do this with Allie and I'm able to somehow prove that I was right, I don't really win anything. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like uh, now we're like now like what I was just an here, ass. Um, I don't know. It just feels better. <laughs> like I don't really Fair care enough. if you're mad at me, but I know I'm you're not. not. I know I'm you're not. not. It's. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's a little more uh, rewarding, less downside. My point still remains that that tier list was flawed. But we fixed it in the end. We did fix it in the end. We went back. Sometimes you need a second to, you know, let it, let it breathe. Look at the list and 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 realize where your mistakes were made. And a mistake was made. The only one that I still don't agree with is UCF being S tier with Ralphie. Nitro is dope, bro. Very dope. Not a live buffalo. <laughs> I'm not getting into this again. <laughs> All right. Um, Last week, I told you guys about this. Uh, I talked to Travis Hunter's high school head coach. Uh, this article is going to be coming out later today. Ooh, later today? Yeah. Hell yeah. It was, you kind of read through it. It was fascinating talking to Coach Swick. Yes, and he has such great insight. And I, I just love hearing from people who have been closer to these guys than we have or mm -hmm. maybe not um, 
as you know, we get to talk to a lot of people who are, who are around these guys all the time. But a coach's perspective and someone who was able to be with him and now watch a little bit from afar as he's just become what everyone thought he had a chance to be and maybe even more is uh, is really special. So you picked out this quote as something that really caught your eye. We were talking about, um, you know, Travis has battled through a few injuries in his career um, and what he's what he does during those times. And we saw this last year against USC in particular, Cormani kind of gets thrown into the fire and Travis just doesn't leave his side on the sideline. He's constantly coaching him up, uh, even on the offensive side. Like he's just always involved. Yeah. Yep. So I asked him basically, you know, where did that come from? Was this was his football mind kind of developed through his time in high school, or is that just always how he's how he's wired? Coach Swick said he's been doing stuff on his own. He's a film junkie. When he had some downtime, that's what he's doing. He's looking at huddle. You look at the overall hours, he has just as many hours as some of the assistant coaches. That's what makes him special. He has the IQ and the ability to go and make plays. There's a two-word phrase in there that you almost never hear about a non-quarterback. Film junkie. Mm -hmm. And I think that people don't understand how important one that is. And how much you can separate yourself too by doing that. Mm -hmm. And hearing one of Travis's coaches describe him as a film junkie just confirms it to me what makes him so different. Of course, his athleticism is different. Of course, his love of the game is different. But there's a lot of people that have put on the cleats that are incredible athletes. There's a lot of people who have put on the cleats that love football. There are less in those categories of people who can do both of those things and have both of those traits and dedicate that much time to the craft. Him saying, you look at the overall hours on huddle, which is something Coach Prime talks about. Yeah. It's not, I don't know if it's huddle for them it's or something else. Not. Yeah. Um, but something Coach Prime talks about, and he says he has just as many hours as some of the assistant coaches. That's not normal. And nothing with Travis really is, but that's what will take him from being an incredibly gifted player to an incredible player. Mm -hmm. And if we've seen it already bear itself out, but yeah. I've told this anecdote before, when it comes to succeeding in the league, I was talking to Aqib Tlaib in, in the uh, uh, locker room one time, and he was just telling me about how important it is for him. Um, he would spend hours every single night, no matter who they were playing, studying for the test. And that's what it is. You know, it's the easiest way to explain it for everyday people like us. Studying for the test. If you've ever really studied for a test, let's say you had to get an A to pass the class or something. And yeah. you're like, OK, well, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. you, you do it. You know, you like you get an A on that test because you don't have any other option and you put all the work in. Well, that's what Travis Hunter is doing. And to keep to leave. I don't think I'll name him, but he was telling me about a young corner in the league at that time. Mm -hmm. And he said, if he studied as much as me, he could probably be as good as me. But I can tell from watching him that he doesn't study as much as I do. And that quality of Travis Hunter is why he makes those plays that you just don't normally see. Because he knows what's coming before, or he has a really good idea of what's coming before the play is snapped. And as soon as it begins to develop, he's like, yep, 
there it is. And that's how he baits the TCU quarterback into throwing him the football. That's yep. how he baits UCLA's quarterback twice into throwing him the football because he's like, I know this route combination, and I know what the quarterback is supposed to think here, which is, okay, if Travis follows the slant, throw it to the flat. So I'm going to make it him think I'm going to follow the slant and go to the flat. That's not normal at all. No. And this is what will make Travis Hunter not only a Heisman candidate this year, and you know we'll be lucky to watch him, but a dominant force in the NFL when he gets there. That's why he might could even be a number one overall pick. Yep. Like he's that different. And um, so last night, long story, I had to transcribe this whole thing by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the way, give a shout out to the coach, Coach name. Swick, Coach Swick at Collins Hill. Okay. Uh, coach Nick Swick. He was defensive coordinator uh, when Travis first came to Collins Hill. He's now the head coach. He was promoted after their head coach basically won a state title and went to go rebuild another program. Mm. So Coach Swick got the bump up to head coach. He's been at Collins Hill since 2015, started coaching in the secondary, so he's been there for a long time. Really seen the whole development of that program. It's awesome. Um, Yeah, huge shout-out to him. Anyway, so last night, after I kind of type all this up, I'm in a Travis Hunter like mood rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I go on YouTube and I just see what he's up to or like what highlights I could watch or whatever. Yeah. And he's got this clip. It's really more like a stream highlights. It's like 30 minutes, this video of him playing NCAA 14. He somehow got a mod so he could play Road to Glory as himself at Collins Hill, but also play both sides. Whoa. So yeah, it was dope. Yeah. And he's just playing through it. And of course, he's playing himself, right? So he doesn't, you're not your usual quarterback in the video games, mm. right? You're making all the decisions and stuff. He's, you're not even calling the plays. Wow. The coaches are handing you these plays and stuff. Um, and you just have to go execute at cornerback or wide receiver for him. And he is just, the way he processes the game, dude, it, it's mind bending. That's awesome. Like watching him on defense, like, he can tell just based on formations, he's like, all right, they're running away. And he starts, he just starts running already to the other side of the field, just wow. completely leaving his wide receiver and man, <laughs> running the alley, getting the tackle on the sideline. He called this like option running away. He's like, I've sort of seen this, like they're going to run option the other side. Starts sprinting, tackles the quarterback <laughs> behind the line of scrimmage. Oh my God. I mean, he's running offense too, and he doesn't even do what the, the play is called. He's just reading the coverage and just like he'll curl up and, you know, you hit the button to raise your hand or whatever in the game. The quarterback just throws you the ball. Oh. So that's how he was doing it. He was just doing whatever he wanted. It was insane to watch. That's so awesome. And. It actually goes in. I think I've talked about this before. I've really wanted to do a series where, well, you know, hopefully NCAA comes out before this season and we can do it with that. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, before I imagined it in Madden, where you play with people who really understand the game. And so instead of knowing that, oh, if you run this route concept against cover two, it breaks the, you know, breaks the right. coverage. I want to hear actual football breakdown of, okay. I'm at the line. It looks like you're in cover three. So because of that, I'm, you know, um, uh, I'm going to hot route my tight end to a seam and just wait for him to get behind that linebacker. And then I'll hit him like, I want to see players do that. So I got to go watch this because this is, that's like exactly what I love. I watched the entire thing. It's crazy. That's awesome. Um, he's just, and when I drop this, you'll read it and learn, but I mean, a lot of talk about his football mind the entire time I talked to coach Swick. And I, I think that we need to talk more about that stuff. Not necessarily we, but when I just say people who are talking about these players, mm-hmm. um, specifically Travis and Shador, cause they're the ones we talk about the most. 
Uh, it it happens more with Shador. Shador has definitely like broken a barrier where he gets credit for his football mind, for his football yes. IQ, for yes. his processing, all of that stuff. Um, I don't think it's said enough about Travis because you see him, you know, jump over two guys and pick a ball off the t- uh, off their fingertips, and everyone wants to say athleticism, athleticism, freak athlete, blah blah blah, and all of that is true and deserves to be talked about, but. I don't hear enough people talking about Travis Hunter and talking about his football IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes, first of all, an incredible football mind to be able to play both sides and not just play both sides, but understand both sides. And so the offensive playbook is usually deeper than the defensive playbook. Yes. You're going to have tons of plays. To be able to do that, you like that's a full workload. Some players can't even get the whole offensive playbook down. That's why they struggle. For Travis to get the whole offensive playbook down, get the whole defensive playbook down, understand if you're, you know, uh, when you're in a certain formation that this is probably going to, they're going to try and flood the zone over here. Like all of that stuff, you have to be incredibly smart and incredibly dedicated to the craft to understand this stuff. And so I just, uh, it's why when I saw that quote, I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity. Mm -hmm. I want people to talk more about Travis's football IQ because it's what separates him. Yep. Truly is what separates him from being an incredible talent and makes him an incredible player. I'll give you another sneak peek here. I won't give away the whole quote, but I the last question I asked Coach Swick was what's the craziest thing you saw Travis do? Um and you'll read it about it in the article, but he mentions, you know, it was a choice route that he made that <laughs> play on. Yeah. And then he said, you know, that wasn't like something we only did every now and then. Like I gave him these choices all the time. So going back to when the kid was 16, 17 years old, he was doing this type of stuff. That's like amazing. he's been him, basically. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he was, you know, the number one player in the country for a reason. Um, I'm excited for you guys to read this. So uh, let the people know where and when they can find it. Uh, DDMVR.com. Really, I mean, I'm trying to get this out once we're done with this show and before I head up to Boulder for tonight's game. All right. So this evening, mm-hmm. keep an eye out, ddnvr.com. Jake will put it out. Um, I'll retweet it, all that good stuff. You guys can find it. Um, but this is a kind of a series that you're working on, right? Yeah, this is uh, something I want to do more of this offseason is talk to these coaches of guys who are on the roster um, who have kind of shown that they can do it also at the college level. Obviously, with Shador, we have his high school coach already uh, with us, so... Can't really do that one, but there's a lot of guys that I want to talk about in that regard. You might be able to find a coach from the high school team like that you could reach out to. Yeah, definitely. And um, someone told me, I think Joy McGuire, the head coach at Texas Tech, was Bucky's high school coach too. Did you know that? Wait, who? Head coach at Texas Tech, Joy okay. McGuire, yeah. was Bucky's high school head coach. Oh, wow. No, I did not know that. No. That's cool. All right. So, yeah, going to work on more of these. I'm excited. Um, it's time to chill, though, man. It's funny you say that. Jake, long day at work. What do you want to do afterwards? Drink a Coors Light. Chill. If you're going to hang out, you know, <laughs> you're you're just uh, you're hanging with the crew. What are you doing? You're chilling with chilling. the boys. Yes. So why would you not drink the beer that's made to chill? It doesn't make any sense to me. It is quite literally made to chill. And not only that, but it tells you right on it. When it's time to chill because the mountains turn blue, um, one of the most 
like the best innovations just yeah genius in in uh in beer technology that <laughs> yes. we've had in our lifetime probably it's, the most innovative is the mountains turning blue everyone if we're being honest everyone just wants to chill mm-hmm. so why would you not get the beer that is made to chill and get Coors Light made right here with Rocky Mountain water that trickles off of our snow-capped mountains um, check out our friends over at Coors Light when it's time to chill get Coors Light delivered straight to your door because what are you doing? You're chilling. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to go drive. Uh, by going and getting it through Instacart, CoorsLight.com slash DNVR, they will deliver Coors Light straight to your door. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, greatest state in the world, Colorado. Beautiful. Well done. Thank you. All right. We kind of touched on this earlier in the week, but some more stuff has come out about the college football calendar. And this is primarily around recruiting. Um, oh, we do have one more. Sorry. American financing. That's nice. My <laughs> I've been doing that a lot recently. <laughs> um, shout out to our friends over at American financing. Uh, if you're having trouble paying your bills or just want some extra money in your pocket, hit them up. They can save their customers on average $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest credit card debt. That is their job to save you money. They care about your success and saving a few hundred dollars a month can make all the difference. They're a local company based in Colorado, but are licensed in all 50 states so they can help you anywhere you are. Call American Financing today um, and you may be able to delay two mortgage payments and tell them DMVR sent you. 303-695-7000. Again, 303-695-7000 or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DMVR. NMLS 1823-34, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, APR for rates in the five start at 6.799% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 303-695-7000 for details about credit card costs and terms. Our guy Dav knows a little something about chilling in the comments. Coors Light is my favorite beer with a shot of Hennessy. Let's go. Now, I'm assuming on the side. Definitely. Not mixed. Definitely. But you never know. (laughs) People get uh, adventurous with their drinking taste. That's true. All right, um, back to what I was talking about. Some things are uh, changing with the calendar. Changes. College football uh, recruiting calendar is proposed to have three signing days now, according to Pete Thamel. All right, are we getting a little out of hand here? You're the you're the schedule guy. Yeah, you're the recruiting calendar guru <laughs> on this show. I guess is this too much? I don't think so. Okay. I, I I personally, not having like dug too deep into it right now, I think giving these high school kids more opportunities to lock themselves in is good. I'm, I think Coach Prime would agree with you. Um, because I think right now the worst part of recruiting is how little a commitment truly means. Exactly, yes. And so the Eric Brantleys of the world... Um, in this proposed format could commit and sign. And it's just, it's a done deal. Yeah. You know, and those guys can just go back to focusing on their lives. And I assume there's an advantage there for the people who really do want to just lock themselves in, um, where they don't have to really deal with other, with being recruited. Um, and it sounds a little bit silly, right? Because every high school athlete's dream is to get recruited. Yeah. So you would think, oh, well, they probably, you know, love the attention and certain guys certainly do. But I think there's something to be said for you're trying to finish school. 
you got one last season with your teammates, maybe. Um, you just want to be able to focus on the things that are important to you. And you could sign with the Buffs, lock in, try and graduate early, all of that good stuff, uh, and and just move on from the hecticness because I don't know like how many people are can relate to it, but like if for, for whatever reason in a certain time in your life you have a ton of people hitting you up about stuff, like it just gets overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so these guys have coaches calling them, texting them, DMing them all day long, and they've just got like all the stuff they want to sift through. You want to be polite you don't want to burn bridges so you're trying to respond to all of them it's like a lot you sign on the dotted line you're that's gonna not go away completely but it probably will come down considerably and then like i said at the beginning coaches don't have to deal with this thing where it's like okay we got his commitment doesn't mean anything we got to keep recruiting them every single day until signing day right um, so it says, if approved here, new signing periods will begin the final Wednesday in June, the Wednesday following college football's regular season finale, and keeping the traditional first Wednesday in February date. Um, they continue, the midsummer period is new, and what used to be the, in quotes, early signing period in December just before Christmas would be pushed before the start of bowl season and the CFP. The first proposed signing period in June per the NCAA would be a three- or seven-day period. Same goes for the December period that would come after the final regular season FBS game and the traditional regular signing period in February would expire April 1st. So with what you said, like imagine like a Juju Lewis or a Bryce Underwood. Like if you know where you're going and Bryce Underwood wanted to commit super early, right? Mm -hmm. He could have waited a whole year to do it. But if he goes and does this early signing and, you know, signs on the dotted line to LSU a year before you can literally try and build a whole class and you don't even have to worry about your like crown gem in the class. Right. And they're going to help you. Yes. And their word is going to have more weight on exactly. it. Exactly. Because yes. you're not worried if you're, let's just say you're the number one wide receiver in the country and the number one quarterback in the country is like, dude, you got to come play with me. Mm -hmm. You're not worried that, oh, well, what if USC comes in at the last second with $10 million and now I'm left here without my quarterback that recruited me here? Like, Bryce Underwood calls you or whoever it may be and says, I'm signing with, we'll say LSU in this case, uh, in the early signing period, join me. Mm -hmm. And then you're both there. Yeah. I like it. You talked me into it. I didn't have a take, but I like, I, I'm, I'm pro. I think that's, I mean, it would help kind of just clear up a lot of things. It would get rid of a lot of the drama that we obviously talk about on this show and that everyone loves with this sport. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just push it down the line a bit, but yeah, as a college football lover, and I truly do love college football and everything that comes with it. I don't necessarily need the signing day drama. Mm -hmm. I like the guys who are uncommitted and do you know the fun stuff. Yeah, uh, on signing day, that's not going anywhere. But I don't need the like, oh man, so and so who's been committed to Florida since last June might actually flip to Missouri on like on sign. It's like a a lot of that. I don't need it. It's not yeah. I'm not anti it, but it, it's sometimes feels like manufactured drama. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see. Um, and then this other thing we've talked about the CFP a lot. I think I, did I miss the expanded cfp conversation <laughs> yeah and then two days later this came out last okay week. all right tell me about it so yeah we finalized the 12 team um 
playoff format moving forward, I think through like 27, 28-ish, it's only a handful okay. of years. But they're already looking at what's going to happen after that. And the CFP, uh, the committee, is already discussing a 14-team bracket. Okay. How how many teams do we need? Unlimited. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a number that's too much. I think I'm probably in the minority here. Why would I want less playoffs? I mean, this is when we get into the college football purist debate where if you keep on adding these teams and you just open up the field, how much does the regular season really matter? Okay, so that is a good case. But I would make the case that's already pretty much gone. Fair enough. And I'm okay with it. For a long time, and when the whole narrative of college football regular season, it just matters more, was born... That was if you win, if you lose one game, you might be done. Yeah, that's gone. Mm-hmm. That went out the deal. That went out the door with the fourteen playoff. Then later down the road, two losses didn't necessarily completely disqualify. You. It became, do you even need to win your conference? Yes. So we've already lost that, and I think that holding on to it is uh, a, a a weak argument. I think that's saying, oh, you can't. <laughs> You can't uh, expand the playoff because it, it 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 devalues the regular season. Like, I don't know. I'm looking at the NCAA tournament right now. Yeah, we'll talk about it here in a second. But 68 teams make the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. I'm still sweating about the Buffs game tonight. Why? Because like most of the country, we're not guaranteed to get in. In fact, we're on the outside looking in right now. The regular season matters a lot to me in, yeah. in college basketball because most schools aren't just waltzing their way in anyway. And even a school like CSU, uh, bless their hearts, they thought it looked like it was going to be a foregone conclusion that they were in. Yep. Then they like blew an 11-point lead in a minute. They got beat on a buzzer beater from half court last night. Such a shame. <laughs> Bummer. Um, yeah, it's just tough. Um, now they're starting to sweat it mm-hmm. so even if you're on the inside you're still sweating i i think the college basketball regular season does matter now for kansas and gonzaga i don't know if they're how Gonzaga's looking this year um and duke and yukon a, a lot of those schools it's never really going to matter for them mm-hmm. um they just have to like take care of business to a certain level and know that they're going to make it in most years but i think that while there is a cap on when it would get ridiculous, 12 to 14 is fine with me. Um, 16 would be fine with me. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, like, look at the FCS playoffs. Like, yeah, how many do they have? I think 32. Yeah, it's a big tournament. And I think it's amazing. This is the first year, actually, this year that I actually dove into it and paid attention and watched, I don't know, 10 or so games in it. And I thought it was electric. So I live the whole year looking forward to the NFL playoffs because one and done football is like nothing else to me. I want more. These are all great points. And I don't, I don't view myself. I don't think I'm like a college football purist in that sense, Mm -hmm. because like, I think some of the conference realignment stuff was inevitable and a lot of it doesn't really bother me too much. Um, But it does just feel like we're getting into this, we just keep on pumping air into the balloon in college football. Yeah. And I don't know how much more we can do before it just kind of pops in well, multiple aspects. Well, and and that's absolutely true. 
I don't think this necessarily pushes us towards popping, though, do you? No, I don't think so. But I think, you know, the way that they open the door to these, like, questions and talks so quickly is like, are, well, how, so we get 12 teams for, what, three, four years. We go up to 14 for another five years after that. Like, how many more years until we're at 32 or 64? Like, <laughs> is it 10 years? Um, 20 years? I don't know. I mean, how many teams make bowl games right now in the 80s? Around there, I, I think, think we have 30-some bowls, so 60, 70-some teams. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, is is it the end of the world if bowl-eligible teams are just in the playoffs now? No. And again, I'm, that's talking about, like, a 64-team field, which is definitely the max. Yeah. Um, we don't need and, that. And I'm not pushing for it. Mm-hmm. We don't need it, but I, the hard thing is it's more money. Yes. And I don't think anyone other than maybe the true college football peers are going to complain about it. And here's the thing. These places know, and baseball is a perfect example of this right now. Baseball is trying to make all of these different changes Mm -hmm. because they're trying to get you and me to watch it. Yeah. Now, the downside is it's not working. No. (laughs) Um, But for baseball, what they're saying behind closed doors, I'm assuming, is... We're not going to get any of the people that love the sport to stop watching by changing. Right. No baseball fan who watches 100 games for their team every year saying, 30-second pitch clock, that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm done. Burning the gear and all that. Yes, yeah. But they're saying, okay, well, what if that moves 10,000 people in or 100,000 people in or mm-hmm. whatever number they, they probably have as a, as a goal to keep bringing people into the game? And... College basketball only has one thing going for it, and that is the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And everyone watches the NCAA tournament, and it is a massive cash cow for them. And so the same people that are talking and having these conversations are saying, ah, I don't think there's a downside to this from a money standpoint. We're not going to push away true college football fans. What's going to push true college football fans away is the stuff that pushed Nick Saban away. Um, and they have no handle on that whatsoever. No, this is, so this is kind of what I was getting to is like, you can do all this stuff with the CFP and you're right. It doesn't change like how I feel about the sport one bit. Like I, in fact, I kind of love it. More playoff games is great, but there's just so much more that is at risk of actually harming the sport right now. You know, you talk about collectives, you talk about NIL, you talk about the transfer portal, Shit, the calendar that we just talked about that I've been talking about this offseason. Like, there's so many more things that we could spend our energy on to actually fix because college football does... I don't want to see it feels like it's peaking, but we're at an all-time high in terms of popularity of college football. Um, And the sport is only getting better. So let's focus on the things that aren't making it better right now instead of just trying to keep on you know, maximizing the ceiling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe there's a part of it where it's like a little bit of a distraction technique. Yeah. Like one day of us talking about 14 team playoff on here is one less day of us talking about the issues that face college football right now. Right. Um, I will say, and it was a comment brought up uh, above here, 64 teams could probably never happen Mm -hmm. from a rest standpoint. Because how long would the tournament last? Yeah, it would be outrageous. (laughs) Uh, Unless, I guess, you played, like, Saturday, Wednesday or something. And, like, again, no one is pushing for that. There'd be six rounds. That's over 100 games, too. It'd literally (laughs) be a second part of the season. Sounds so fun to me, but uh, it would be six more weeks. I mean, 
now these guys are playing full NFL schedules. Yeah, we're playing beyond the Super Bowl at that point. Yeah, basically. yeah they, that won't happen. Yeah, but I do think there's a world where 32 with the first, or uh, I guess someone said the FCS is 24, but the first eight seeds get buys. That uh, I don't mind that. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's very possible, and I and I'm personally not against it, and I would consider myself on the high side of college football purists like Mm -hmm. i hated the um taking out the clock running i still hate that there's clock stopping at a first down yeah um and i thought it was i thought it took away from the experience last year it college football was just it was so different because of that yep and my whole thing about it and it's again why they don't care about me Mm -hmm. they're not trying to get me they've got me for life yeah and so they're like, oh, yeah, RK, you don't like that? We don't care because we know you're going to be in Folsom on Saturday. Right. What they're trying to do is get the person who's like, um, I want to spend my Saturday watching some college football, but I'm not sitting on the couch for four hours to watch my team that sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so I kind of understand it, but I don't love it. At the same time, um, I think that money in the end is going to be the answer. So just follow the money. The money means more games. That's where we're going. Yep. That was a good combo. Was shout out to our friends at Empire today. We've just got you covered here at DMVR. You can get a new roof. You can get your beer situation settled. You can finance your house again. Yeah, you can also get a new floor with our friends at Empire today. Refi your house, put a new roof, new floors on it. Get some beers delivered yep. when you're done, and uh, you know you're ready to go. You're all set. Empire today is the best place to get new flooring for your home or business. You can't beat them on quality, service, and speed. Use their virtual floor designer. You don't have to leave your home and try out a variety of options to suit exactly what you want your home or business to look like. All they know is flooring. They're not going to try and upsell you on some other things going on in your house. They're just trying to get your floor looking as good as it possibly can. And you can schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount. When you use the promo code DMVR, some restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash DMVR for details. Also, Illegal Pete's had some yesterday, Uh, missed it dearly while I was gone. Um, And that's a weird thing about me because I love Mexico Mm -hmm. and I love Mexican food. And you come right back to Illegal Pete's. I love having Mexican food in Mexico. (laughs) And as soon as I get back to Colorado, I'm like, okay, now I want Mexican food (laughs) in Colorado. But it's a little different and I like both of them. Um, And that's one thing that you get at Illegal Pete's. It's It's its own unique brand uh of mexican food and it is so good um and the, the queso it just hits different so get over to illegal pizza it's our go-to spot for burritos buddies and beers and bowls uh yep so hit up our friends over at illegal pizza i went to that soft opening last night oh, for your yeah. location bro you're like a you like went to the opening night of the tour like you're a true yeah. fan yeah definitely <laughs> it was dope they hooked it up uh, cool new location over at Gold's Marketplace. Tell us about it. Um, I mean, it's Illegal Pete's, man. It's got like a patio kind of area. It's People are buzzing in there. There's bars going crazy. And then it's just all this delicious burritos. My brother got fish tacos. Like, nice. Yeah, it was great. I guess uh, we won't get into it. I was going to say like fish tacos are like out of season right now in Mexico. <laughs> Look, man. I, trust me. <laughs> It blew my mind too. Um, I so I think what I learned is that there's like a a big fishing competition mm-hmm. coming, and so they want to make sure that like 
there's enough fish out there. Yeah. So they're making the commercial fishermen not fish certain fish. And I think one of them was um, Dorado, which makes Mahi Mahi, which is the main fish that you get in fish tacos. So then like fish tacos weren't mm-hmm. weren't out and around. But so o- I, the, I didn't have fish tacos while I was in Mexico. The octopus is in season. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? <laughs> you tell me, brother. That was all you. Did you see the commenter yesterday? We we were in the middle of a conversation, so we missed it. But someone said uh, they need to add grilled octopus to the menu at DNVR. <laughs> That's the real RK special. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! <laughs> All right. Um, no, Oregon was not tampering with Corlani, or at least not <laughs> because still of that talking video. About right there. Uh, that's that was hilarious. an old video from before he was a buff. Uh, but blow it up on socials. I'm sure Oregon fans would love to talk about it. That actually is a good idea. We should push that narrative. Should we just tweet <laughs> it out and act like it came out like? Wow, I can't believe Oregon actually is still trying to recruit Cormani McLean. See, like, I always struggle with that because I, that's my kind of humor. <laughs> right. Um, but then, like, some people don't know when you're joking or not, and then mm-hmm. they get really mad because they didn't realize you were joking. <laughs> uh, we once, actually, at DNVR, took a... I, I might butcher this a little bit, okay. but what happened was... The Nuggets knocked the Clippers out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we took an old video of, I think, Kawhi and Paul George talking about facing LeBron. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, there's just nothing you can do. Like, he's the best. He's unstoppable. Uh, and we dubbed over it. And every time they said LeBron, we very obviously, with like our intern's voice, had it say, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> yeah. And so we put that out as a funny thing that we thought it would be hilarious. Well, uh, a local journalist in town who I assure you the chat is not a fan of (laughs) had a heart attack over it (laughs) and was like, this is the like you expect to be credible when you do blah, blah. And so like now I'm like a little bit hesitant. Not that I care what he thought, but it was just like, oh, maybe this was like a bigger deal than I thought it was just funny. Um, So now I'm like. I wish I could just take that video and yeah. be like, oh, my God, look at this. <laughs> right. Dan Lanning is tampering with Cormani <laughs> McClay. Like, that's hilarious to me. Yes. But then people will get all, you know, and then they're going to think it was it was uh, mean-spirited when really it was just supposed to be funny. There, there's a fine line with it because I'm the type of guy on Twitter that anytime I see fake trade rumors or, like, people doing the fake Adam Schefter stuff, immediate block. Ooh. I'm not messing with it. Nice. But I do understand the humor of some of those like posts. Like that's just that's like a little different. It's yeah. like trolling versus purposely trying to spread misinformation. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it was a fine line. <laughs> we won't do that though, Monty. Don't worry. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> and if he does it, now you know. Yeah, there you go. All right, the buffs, big game tonight. Cal's coming to town. This game they played earlier in the year um, in the Bay Area, and this was the end of a three-game slide for the Buffs and was kind of – this was the game I think that a lot of people really freaked out on. Uh, it was a close game. Cal beat Colorado 82-78. to Ugh. Um, This is the basketball team, Stanford. Yikes. <laughs> uh, Jalen Tyson went off for like 30 points for the Bears – uh, Eddie Lampkin had 22 that night. He had a double-double, actually. Um, Cody was playing still. KJ didn't have a good night. Neither did Tr- well, Tristan scored 20. So 
we kind of saw the team, I don't know, just at a weird state at that point in time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was a bad, bad loss for them. And it was one of those ones that just looked like it might be where the ship goes off the rails. Mm -hmm. That's not a thing. Ships aren't on rails. Um, but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They were, they've kind of been able to just like slowly but surely claw their way back and um, put themselves in a decent position. Um, I'm looking at... So our friend Tyler Ziskin... It's kind of our like resident buffs bracketology nerd. Mm -hmm. I asked him for some notes. He didn't get back to me. But he did text me last night and say, uh, buffs now first team out on the bracket matrix. Don't know if that's his, someone else's. But just it gives you an idea yeah. of where, where the buffs are. They are the purest of pure bubble teams right now. Mm -hmm. And they cannot afford to slip up. This is a home game. Uh, it sounds like they're going to be shorthanded, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But... They are also 11 and a half point favorites. They are. So they cannot afford to slip up really anywhere here. Um, this this is an absolute must win. And then you have three games in March. And I said essentially thir three and one is kind of a requirement here. Mm -hmm. So you take care of business at home. You have Cal tonight, Stanford this weekend. And then you go on the road to the Oregons. And... If you can win both home games and split on the road and then have a solid showing in the tournament, I think the buffs can be in. I'll be honest, like my buffs tourney meter was like really low. And now I'm like starting to taste it mm -hmm. and I'm getting really, really excited and like nervous and want them to make it so bad because it's so fun when they're in. Yeah, massive game tonight. So Joe Lenardi on his latest bracketology, this came out uh, yesterday morning. It matches up with what Zisk said. It, uh, first four out, Colorado's in there. They're also okay. in there with Utah on first four out. Sorry, Leeds just gave up a 90-second <laughs> minute goal to lose, Dang. probably. So you they beat Utah uh, most recently. I think they sp ended up splitting with them, right? Um, yeah, they did yeah. lose at Utah earlier. So, yeah, they're right on the edge. And if you look at the Pac-12 standings, too, this is a game for placement. Cal is nipping mm -hmm. at the Buffs' heels. Uh, they're 9-8 and eight in the conference. The Buffs are 9-7. and seven. Um, Cal has really turned it on in the conference uh, slate of things. Basically since we let them win that game. Yeah. Uh, do you know who their head coach is? Last time he was in Boulder, he beat the Buffs. It's Coach Mark's Ma Mark Madston. Ah, uh, yes. He coached uh, the Utah Valley team that beat the Buffs in the NIT last year. Yes, last year? Mm hmm Wow, okay. Uh, that feels like so long ago to me. Yeah, this is a big one. Uh, and obviously, or not obviously, depending on how close you pay attention to Pac-12 basketball, fourth is what you're aiming for. Mm -hmm. uh, fourth is a first-round buy in the Pac-12 tournament, um, which, by the way, we will be there for. Um, yep. We'll be in Vegas again. Um, Bummer. I know, right? Uh, for the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, and this is always big because if we got to get there um, to make sure we're there if they have a game on Wednesday. But it's always electric if they don't. And you just have a free day. Yeah. Go watch some games. Go do whatever you want. Yep. Um, so do a show. Yeah, exactly. We'll be, we'll, be a good time. Everyone should be pulling for uh, for Colorado to get that first round by in the, in the Pac-12 tournament. And Again, probably need to. 
mm-hmm. uh, to be able to get into the NCAA tournament. So Pat Rooney of uh, Buff Zone had this tweet yesterday. Julian Hamm is dealing with a knee. Cody Williams is still dealing with that ankle that he rolled um, in the last game that they played against Utah, right? Yep, and when they beat them. He said they didn't practice today, today being yesterday, so I don't expect them tomorrow, which is today. But I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Lux Pilots has buff games on the big screen at Stadium Swim. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, or we'll just be at the game and watch the other games at Stadium Right. Swim. Well, if you want to come out to Vegas, and uh, that's probably, if you can't get in the building, that's the place to best place to watch it. Our deal at, our deal at Circa is pretty sick. Mm-hmm. 20% off with yep. code DNVR. Yep. Like 20% off your stay. Yeah. That's legit. Big game. So we'll see how it goes. Need it. Um, Are we good? One update. Uh, yeah. Lost in the pickleball semis last oh, night. Oh, yeah. So, unbelievable miscommunication oh, no. um, on our part within the team and our understanding of the playoffs. <laughs> we get there, and I'm thinking, like, okay, three games in three hours. We can do this. This would be electric if we pull it off. First game, sweep. Um, absolutely mopped the other team off the floor. They didn't really belong on the court with us. Mm-hmm. Second game, I'm like, all right, here we go. Semifinals. Yeah. Uh, we're going up against the two seed, which also feels like a team you would play in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like an older couple, um, which you think would be an advantage. Kind of a disadvantage in pickleball. Older couples are usually really good at pickleball. Experienced. Yeah, so we hype ourselves up. We're like, this is the semis. We get through this. We got one more. We absolutely blitzkrieged them. Just brought the best game of pickle we've ever played. Wow. Ran them off the floor. Um, I think they were like fighting on the way out. It Dang, was, <laughs> that bad. It was rough. Whoa. It was rough. Uh, and so then I'm like, all right, here we go. Finals time. Well, I go over to like the organizer and I'm like, all right, we won 3-0. He's like, all right, congrats. Like you guys are in the finals. Like, have you ever won one? I'm like, no, I'm like really excited. He's like, okay, like, wait, you're going to be, he goes, oh, that was actually the quarters. <laughs> oh no. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, if you win the next one, then you have another one after that. I'm like, oh my God. Premature Selly. I know. And it wasn't, it, it kind of was our fault. Like if I would have looked at the bracket clo- more closely, I would have known that, but kind of everyone thought uh-huh. that. And uh, it was a little bit of an emotional letdown. Oh, and no. then we went up against a guy who was a college tennis player. I've never even played a game of tennis in my life. Man, there's just certain skills that they have yeah. that, uh, that I didn't, I, I hit some of the best shots in my life and he was just like psh, psh, returning everything. Yep. So, we lost. Damn. Lost in four. So when's the next season start? Um, so we have self-promoted. <laughs> we decided that we're getting promoted to the next division. Okay. Too many sweeps. We actually hadn't lost a single set until we lost that. Uh, yeah, so we're going. We're going up to the next level. Um, but we probably won't compete for a championship right away. But anyways, that's the pickleball update that everyone was hammering so we got to get a pickleball update. I said, all right, I'll give you a pickleball. Yeah, we had to include it in the rundown. Yeah, every, every, like people were just begging for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're all rooting for you as you guys get promoted and move up to the big big yes, leagues. Yes. Also, want to address this because a couple people have mentioned it now. Jasmine said, why does YouTube unsubscribe me every other month? I'm always having to check now. I have no idea. But just a good reminder for everyone, double check. Make sure that you're still subscribed to the channel. Uh, we always appreciate your guys' subscription. We crossed over 70,000. 
next big milestone 80,000 speaking of milestones I think we have like 264 reviews on Apple Podcasts yeah. which is great 300 though that's kind of like a oh if you have 300 reviews that means you're super legit so if you could go help us by going on to Apple Podcasts and hitting us with a five-star review if you think we deserve it uh, we would very much appreciate that hit us up let us know all right what do we got today Oh, by the way, that was Volo who put on all that pickleball. They're the best. Shout out Volo. Definitely. Steven's asking who gets more playing time switching to tight end, Pearson or Smalls. So, yeah, uh, apparently this is on Reach the People. Morgan Pearson said he's switching to tight end. Wow. All right. Uh, I have. right. We'll have to see how they look at tight end before we make that prediction. Yeah. We uh, love Morgan Pearson's athletic ability yes. and size and mobility, so yes. that could really work for him. That's interesting, though. I mean, they, they're trying to get bigger at tight end, obviously, mm-hmm. more physical. So any one of those guys goes crazy, I think it's a massive addition, even yep. if they're just blocking. Yep. Um, obviously, root for all the buffs, but I'll be pulling for Morgan Pearson because his family came by multiple tailgates this last season, and they are just wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Uh, MVP, did you see Tug of War D versus O? Yeah, those are... Uh, these guys are so strong. Yes. And they're just fun to watch, to watch them compete like that because they get everyone, even if you're not you know, pulling on the rope at that moment, everyone's going crazy. Yeah, I love Coach Livingston, just like yep. going nuts. Um, I couldn't really understand how the offense won. Like, I felt like it was like advantage D. Why did all, they go all – we were going all over yeah, the logo. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> um, but I was like I, – I still thought – the defense was in on the right side of things. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like offense wins. I was like, oh, I must have been. I didn't understand how this was this, uh, settled. It kind of looked like Chidoze was doing it all himself. Dude, what an anchor. <laughs> yeah. One time in uh, fourth grade, I popped a blood vessel in my eye doing tug of war. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you had pink eye all I of a sudden. I left it all on the field. Dang. It's crazy. You're gonna need to do that in pickleball, then, bro. I would. I. I think I did. Left it all out there. <laughs> do you want to read the super sticker today? Hell yeah, big TZ super sticker. Five bucks. Appreciate you. Hippo character applauds while whilst nodding in approval, saying "GG, GGs, GGs." Big TZ. And he said, "I'll be coming through the week of eleven, March eleventh. Plan to hit the bar." Uh, meet all of you and hopefully catch a game. I hope you're coming early that week, Big TZ, because that's uh, Pac-12 tournament week. That's circa week. Yep. But would love to meet you. Definitely. What's up, Ivan? What would a successful football season look like for the Buffs in 24-25? Bowl game bid, CFP? I, I think mean, it's somewhere in between there. Yeah. Um, bowl game feels like a floor to me. Uh, CFP is obviously the, the, the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between there is success. So what you're saying is just consistently flirting with the top 25 at the worst. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like that. That puts you around seven to nine-ish wins. So That's exactly where I'm kind of living. Thoughts on helmet communications. Um, so this was something that came through, I think, last week, but we talked about it a few weeks ago, you yep. and I. They're progressing towards that, it sounds like. Okay. So hopefully that's the case this upcoming season. I hate this, like, progressing towards thing. It's, it's NCAA. It reminds me of, like, construction 
uh, where it's just like, oh yeah, like this will be done in a few months. And then like somehow <laughs> yeah. it always takes longer. Um, just say yes. And then it, you, you have from now until September to get it installed because I, I just have this sinking feeling in my stomach, which, cause I think helmet comms are an advantage for this team. Um, that they're going to be like, okay, it's approved in like August. And they're going to be like, uh, because of the quick turnaround in the season, we're going to start it next season. And I just don't like, if we're in on it, then we're in on it. Let's go. Let's move. I have good news for you then. Okay. So the NCAA rules committee is scheduled to meet today and tomorrow. Uh, rule changes related to helmet communication and tablet technology will be discussed. Whether that leads to rule changes for the 24 season remains to be seen, but six bowl game coaches or six bowl games used coach to player helmet communication last year. And we talked about some of those. So I think the real advantage for this team is the um, tablet stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, because actually you could make the case that Shador doesn't need the in helmet communication. Obviously it helps getting the play in, but also coaches and teams who are really good at this, can get to the line quickly and the coach can just give the quarterback a couple quick pointers. Okay. Yeah. It looks like cover two. look here. Right. Um, that is like how Sean McVay got Jared Goff to their first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a huge advantage for the buffs, not a disadvantage, but it might help bring up some lower level quarterbacks. Whereas you give Shador more information, you have more advantages. Mm-hmm. And so if he can go back to the sideline and start flipping through plays and flipping through defenses and seeing the way maybe um, his read is on the left side of the field uh, against a, f- a certain defense, so he didn't see what was going on on the right, and he can go back right. and say, oh, okay, well, they're, they, you know, they were doing this, so next time we're going to come out in the same look, make them think they're going to do that, get that, uh, that robber safety to come down, and we'll throw it right over the top, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. I want Shador with more information on the sidelines. That's great for me. Definitely. Um, and not only that, but on the other side of the ball, for defense and just for any, honestly, all the coaches. Just That's, I think, the difference in the NFL, right? You come out the locker room at halftime and you have these adjustments. It's who wins the adjustments battle. I think you're going to have a lot more of that with the, with the information that you could have on tap just with the tablets. Yeah. Um, and you'd be able to go into more depth. So I think that, it's an advantage to the better coaching staffs out there. Mm-hmm. And the smarter players. Yep. Uh, La La the Donna. Hey, y'all, do you think Mata going on the field to kick with music is a good thing, bad thing, distraction, or will make him miss? Just curious. Mata don't miss. <laughs> Great answer. I would go with whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, my best example for this would be like, Nikola Jokic doesn't like the MVP chance. So I'm against them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, while he's at the free throw line. If Mata wants a walkout song when he goes out there, I think that's electric, and I, I'm in on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the that um, you you won't know this, but the Met remember the Mets closer came out to that song with the trumpets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. That would be so sick. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. I don't think Mata's one to get rattled too much. No, though. no, no. And that's a credit to Coach Prime. Yeah, definitely. Don Peasy says, the more playoff games, the merrier is my take. By the way, RK, did you try that Madden trick yet? I haven't, only because it wouldn't be allowed in our league. Um, because you have to like edit players and do stuff that's just not Travis allowed. Travis Hunter's in the league, right? Like he's already He made is it. in the league. He went number one overall in the last draft. Um, and Shador is also in the league now. Dang. I know. I 
am tempted gonna, to trade. For I was going to say, when's the blockbuster trade come through, bro? The thing is, like, I have arguably the best secondary and I have arguably the best quarterback. So what I want to do is just, like, win one more Super Bowl with this cast mm. and then give myself, like, a new thing. Like, okay, now i got to go win one of Travis and yeah. Schroeder. So hopefully no one from the league is watching. So Travis is playing DB in the league. He is, yes. Any wide receiver snaps at all? I have no idea because okay. he's not on my team or anyone that I've played. Okay. Uh, what's up, Eric? The IPF uh, field still has the Pac-12 logo. Did you Do you know when they can put the Big 12 logo on the fields? I mean, we're still in Pac-12 play and stuff right now, so probably not till the summer, right? I think they could do it now if they wanted to, but it's a turf field, so it's like printed on there. I think we, well, given that, I think we probably have to wait till after spring then when we, they don't need the IPF. Yeah. I have the feeling that that is not a priority. Yes. It shouldn't be. <laughs> no. Uh, if anything, I, I would assume they would try to like get rid of it mm -hmm. once they're done with the Pac-12, but I don't know if they're going to like go and get a hold. I don't know how you even put that on turf, yeah. but I assume it's done in like the production process, mm -hmm. not something you can just go redo. Right. So we'll see. Anything else? Uh, CJ wants us to talk about the safeties. Um, I think we'll do like a whole position like, okay, we're starting with quarterback. Then mm -hmm. we'll do wide receivers, like kind of leading up to something. Yeah, definitely. We'll figure it out. Yes. Sorry, CJ. Um, but we'll expand on that a lot more one day. Yeah, we will. We'll go in depth. We went in depth last offseason. We'll definitely do it again. Is that it? Uh, All right. We'll be back tomorrow. That show flew by. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. It was. Good day of pods. Yesterday's was also electric. Yeah. I loved that show. <laughs> Yesterday was fun, too. Um, again, go to thedmvr.com here very, very soon. I'll have that article up. It, honestly, man, it's really fascinating. Um, just getting into more details of Travis and his high school career and what makes him so special. All right, guys. Check it out. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs. Mm -hmm. Love.